0: Hello humans, happy new moon in Capricorn. It's Jana, I'm the host of the Umber Readings podcast and YouTube channel, and today, your girl's a little tired. I don't know if tired's even the right word. It's mostly just kind of subdued, I guess, serious. This new moon in Cap is feeling pretty peaceful, but it's also a little little heavy. There's kind of this like... energy that I'm personally just trying to kind of release and move through. And in today's reading, or today's episode, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the astrology, because this moon is pretty chill, to be honest. It's trining Uranus, and that's kind of all that's going on. So it felt right to just flow into the reading itself today, which is uh, a little longer than usual, but I figured we could just hop right into it and um, send you into your new year with some nice supportive energy to help guide you through. So I hope you enjoy. And I hope to hear from you soon. Love you all. Oh, and one more thing. If you'd like to watch this reading live instead of listen, you can go check out the live reading on YouTube. Uh, Just search for Umbra Readings and you will find me by my logo. Encourage you to subscribe and tune in there if you like to see readings visually. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Bye! Hello, everyone. Uh, Happy new moon in Capricorn and happy 2022. It's pretty wild that we're here. Um, This new moon really, in a lot of ways, represents the entire year to come since new moons do correspond to both a six-month cycle and also a year-long cycle, a 12-month cycle from one new moon to the next. So this one is, is very important and I think it's setting the tone for 2022 in a really big way which is beautiful because Capricorn, as this cardinal Earth sign, is so initiatory. I don't actually know if that's a word, but it's the word that's coming through, is that there's this this big initiation, this big threshold that we're crossing as we step into new Earth energy that um, is motivated, is self-assured, is confident, is practical, and there's a deep sense of groundedness that comes with capricorn's um, capricorn's desire and ability to move forward to step forward to create to initiate to build the structures that ultimately become the containers for our growth and our well-being. So on this capricorn new moon, I really hope that you're able to sink into some type of ritual that helps you really both honor all of the work, all of the growth that you experienced, that you initiated for yourself over the past year. And also that looks ahead to the next year and really creates a future vision of how you would like your life to look by the next Capricorn new moon um, in January, 2023. Um, And even looking uh, a bit a bit more in the near term to the Cancer full moon that we will, I'm sorry, the the Capricorn full moon that we will experience during uh, Cancer season this year. So that marks the halfway point of this lunar cycle looking ahead toward July and uh, it's really a potent stretch here this first half of of 2022 as we step into this new energy. We're stepping into a six year that represents the lovers in the tarot. Six is really about harmony, it's about balance, it's about um, creating the fluidity and making choices that are deeply aligned with the heart space, that are deeply aligned with our own integrity, our own values. And as we are experiencing this Venus retrograde in Capricorn, And with Venus um, so close to Pluto through a lot of this retrograde that is lasting until January 29th this year, uh, it is really a deep reassessment of our values and of the structures that we create in our relationships. Whether those structures are boundaries, whether they are um, the responsibilities and the the duties that we take on in our relationships, uh, Venus bringing a sense of, or or wanting really a sense of harmony and a sense of balance. And in Capricorn, it's doing that by creating the structures necessary to allow that balance to occur. So it's renegotiating. It's um, being very clear about what you bring to a relationship, what you bring to your work, what you bring to your friendships, and allowing yourself to truly honor that. Allowing yourself to really, really honor that. And then also to assess with um, with integrity and respect what you receive from these spaces. And are your needs being met? Is there an exchange of energy, an exchange of uh, commitment that feels equitable? And if not, what kinds of decisions need to be made or what that's and that's very lovers energy is making big decisions or uh, what kind of boundaries need to be created or expectations need to be clarified in order for you to feel like your needs are really getting met in relationships so that's just kind of the first message uh, that is coming through for the cap new moon I've already pulled some cards here. I'm going to do this reading a little bit differently than how I tend to do them, in that I'm just going to focus on what we're letting go of on this cap full moon, or I'm sorry, new moon, what we are manifesting or calling in on this cap new moon. And then I'll speak to a couple general messages, general oracle messages that are just coming through from our guides on this new moon to sort of help us feel into the energies for the year, to align with the intentions that we want to set for ourselves for the year, and to step into this really heart-connected, thoughtful, intentional energy for the year ahead. So I'm just going to go ahead and ring this metal so we can really get clear here. I'm going to be drinking a lot of water during this reading, just a heads up. It's feeling really important to hydrate right now. So if you're feeling thirsty out there, please take some sips. Okay, let's get into it. So for Pile 1, we have what we are releasing, what we are letting go of, or composting, or recycling on this new moon in Capricorn. So the energy that's coming through here is strength. And the visual on this card is of a figure standing with all of their, their arms and their legs stretched out, they're holding two figures in their hands above, and they're standing atop two figures that sort of look like little foxes uh, beneath their feet with a fire beneath their abdomen, stars on their sides and a moon above their head. It's a deep connection to cosmic forces. It's being tapped into um, being tapped into the connection to the stars, to the planets being tapped into lunar cycles and recognizing the strength that we receive when we are tuned in spiritually, but I think that the reason this is in the release position for us today is that we're really being invited to look at the ways that we are overdoing it ways that we are relying on our personal spiritual practices in order to sustain everyone around us but us. So when you think of strength, do you think of your ability to move through challenges? Do you think of your ability to show up for people in times of need? Do you think of your ability to persist, to persevere through pain, through challenge, through fear, through loss? If these are the thoughts or the feelings that sort of arise when you reflect on the concept of strength, like the idea that someone is super strong if they've um, if they demonstrate resilience or if they demonstrate the ability to just push through and to keep going, which is very Capricorn in nature. Um, There's something here where on this new moon, we're being invited to change or consider a new perspective, a new definition of strength for ourselves. Because strength is not just persisting Sometimes, and a lot of the time, strength is actually letting go. Strength is actually choosing ourselves. Strength is putting down the burdens that we've accumulated, the shoulds, the have-tos, the need to so that I, or the need to so that you feel this way, see me this way, love me this way, treat me this way. There's a lot of externalization that we're retiring right now. And there's a lot of coming back to center and feeling how potent, how sturdy, how developed our personal strength and power is when we reclaim all of the cords that have attached to all of these external people, events, memories, places, jobs, projects. And when we take our hands and put them over our heart one by one and sit in the strength that exists within our heart space. When we pull our limbs back to our body when we wrap ourselves in a hug, when we recognize the power that has come from our compassion and our empathy and our ability to sacrifice and compromise, and then allow ourselves to reframe what strength means for us in this new year. Strength does not mean sustaining what is broken. It does not mean fixing problems that are not ours to fix it does not mean taking responsibility for the growth of others when it comes at the expense of ourselves or frankly taking responsibility for the growth of others period it's really coming back to a place of accountability with ourselves and recognizing the ways that we expend our energy that don't serve us So that is a big cap message coming through, quite clear on this new moon. Um, The crystal that's coming through to support us in this process of release and renegotiation is pink fluorite, which represents guidance, ease, and comfort. And I'm gonna go ahead and read the description on the card because I think it's quite lovely here. Pink fluorite mends pieces of the soul, reintegrating its its fragments to make you whole again. Sometimes we get lost along our journeys and pink fluorite can assist us in coming back home to our true selves. Staying present inside your body, acknowledging and accepting each moment as it is, and detaching yourself from outcomes are helpful practices amplified by using pink fluorite. This stone eases despair, giving you a surge of comfort and confidence that you have what it takes to make it through life's challenges. And pink fluorite is associated with the sign Pisces and the planet Mercury. And we actually have entered. So, so Jupiter has just entered Pisces, um, after a pretty long transit through Aquarius. When it was, I, uh, you know, in retrograde motion through Aquarius, and then moved direct, and then ingressed into Pisces just a few days ago, and it will be here for almost the the vast majority of 2022. So Jupiter's transit through Pisces is really a signature of 2022's energy. Um, It's very fluid. It's, It's really expanding through the boundaries that are not serving and creating a sense of lushness and abundance through envisioning new possibilities and through dreaming. And that dreaming can sometimes... When we're not grounded when we're not connected to our ourselves as deeply as we'd like to be, that dreaming can take us into a place of spiritual bypassing, um, of of enabling behaviors in ourselves or others that are not supportive to our well-being and our happiness and our joy and all these things. So, I feel that pink Fluorite, in helping us redefine what strength means, is really coming through to assist us in that sort of Jupiterian, Piscean energy that's so oceanic and buoyant. It's like filling up our reserves again with a sense of optimism that we may have had a hard time connecting to, certainly over the past couple of years. And definitely as we're facing this new wave. Of this pandemic that is scary and challenging. So Pink Flory comes in to offer us some ease and comfort uh, to relieve us of some of those burdens that may have piled up throughout this stretch of time and to really help us get back to our vessel this sacred little vessel that we call home which is our body that is with us for all of our time on earth and I, I would really encourage you as you're working through this release process to connect to salt and to connect to water. Whether it's taking a salt bath, ideally I did that this afternoon and it was so so good. Highly recommend um, drinking a lot of water. Again, super important right now. Speaking of, sips myself. And surrounding yourself with water as much as you can. Whether that's going to a body of water, whether that's just keeping a glass of water nearby that you don't drink out of, but that just sort of serves as a reservoir, as a catch-all for energy that you're ready to let go of um one really nice practice is to have a cup of salt water nearby maybe even on your nightstand um, because it's really magnetizes what is ready to be shed and helps you in that process so i would encourage you to connect with those elements and um really allow them to just do their work you don't have to do a whole lot Just hand over, you don't have to be strong for everyone. (laughs) You can just hand over some of that and um, allow yourself to be supported. Okay, so a couple affirmations that are showing up for us in this release session, section, are very on point. We have, I am peace filled. I am filled with peace, and I am nourished. Love it. Okay, so that feels really clear for what we're handing over. Moving on to what we are calling in or manifesting on this new moon in Capricorn. Hmm. So envy is showing up for what we are calling in or what we're manifesting, which is really interesting. This, the concept of envy has been showing up so much, um, definitely in, in my sphere in my personal life, I'm noticing the way that envy has disrupted my sense of self and disrupted my relationships when I've leaned into comparison and handed away my power, my strength, my sense of self by um, adopting the attitude of not enoughness. Superhuman. It's extremely common for us to compare ourselves to the people around us, imagining that they have things that we would That we would prefer to be in their shoes or that there's something that they inherently possess that we lack and that makes us worse or less than in some way uh if envy is something that you are noticing showing up a lot um i i would imagine especially around this time when we're experiencing more restriction again that there's a sense of a lack of freedom that can prompt us to feel a lot of envy and disdain for people that are maybe taking less precautions that got to spend time with family or friends over the holidays if we if we couldn't um people that are seeming to be enjoying life or receiving more than we're receiving right now it can create a sort of like steadily growing sense of resentment and bitterness that really hurts us sometimes doesn't even touch the other person, but really hurts us, because that becomes this sort of poison within us that just continually creates more toxicity that is challenging to release the more that it builds up and the more we sort of dig our heels into that feeling of I want that, but I'm going to kind of hate you because you have it and I don't. I would really like suggest um if this is something a topic that you're interested in exploring the concept of envy I'd really encourage you to go watch um, the ContraPoints YouTube video on envy um it was just recently released I think in the last like month or two and it's really fascinating it's like a amazing deep dive into the concept of envy and kind of like on this philosophical level how it's played out and how philosophers have thought about the concept of envy throughout history and how it shows up in social justice and how it shows up in um, spaces where we're calling for equality and it's very complex and Natalie, the host of ContraPoints, Natalie Wynn, does a really beautiful job of encapsulating it and digging into the very nuanced layers of how envy functions in human relationships and how it shows up in social media, how it shows up in um, celebrity feuds or the way that we respond to people like the Kardashians who have so much and um are beautiful are wealthy are privileged in so many ways uh so that's you know if you want to dig deeper into that i'd encourage you to explore that but the way that this is i think manifesting for us this year in 2022 and especially over the next two weeks throughout this lunation is that we are able to transform our experience of envy and relationships into admiration. So there's something here where if there's been someone in your life who you have found yourself really envying, I would encourage you to journal about that person a little bit over the next, week or two weeks or whatever, just for a day, just for five minutes. Sit with that feeling in your body and go below it. Allow yourself to really feel it without shame, without guilt, without criticizing yourself for the way that you're feeling. And then go below it and ask yourself what it is that you admire about that person. What is it that you respect or what is it that you're seeing that you feel is underdeveloped within yourself? And why is it so scary or confronting that that quality, uh, that characteristic, that gift feels like it's lacking within you? And I would recommend doing this with someone you actually know, not like a celebrity. I mean, you're welcome to. But it just, the way that Envy plays out in our personal relationships um, can be so challenging and destructive if it's if it goes unexamined or unexplored. Um, and we're changing our relationship with Envy this year to really understand the underlying messages because there's something here about our values. When we think about the people that we envy and the people that we admire, what that's actually reflecting back to us is what we value. So during this Venus retrograde, sitting with that experience of envy and then getting below it, getting below it, getting to the sense of admiration or respect or yearning that exists within us, And then asking ourselves, what is it that I value here? What value is this reflecting back to me? And if you want to go a step further, where in my life do I feel that I'm not upholding or honoring this value? or living from a space of integrity and intention that is aligned with that true, deep sense of self that is represented by those values. And this is not to invoke like a sense of shame or, or guilt or like fucked upness, like, oh, I'm messing up here. I'm a bad person. I am not living according to my values. This is not to put you into a place of shame. It's actually to just do a slight course correction and in the process to identify what your life would look like next year if you were living in your values. If you made choices over the next 12 months, big choices that were aligned with the things that you value the most, where would you end up 12 months from now or six months from now or freaking two weeks from now? Because having that sort of compass is so important to living a life of authenticity. It's so important. It, it creates the sense of inner wholeness that we often seek from other relationships and other sources. Um, but really, the, the more we feel whole within ourselves and the more we embody our values and live from that foundation, the less envy we experience because we can see other people out there doing their thing and we're like, cool. If they're living their freaking truth or whatever, that's great for them. Here I am doing what is true for me. Here I am honoring my gifts, honoring my heart, honoring my mind, honoring my body. And as long as I'm doing my thing, then that envy that crops up from time to time is just gonna remind me of the values that are keeping me on my course. So I want to see what Crystal is coming through to support us with this process. And what do you know, it's selenite which represents um, luminosity, cleansing, protection. It's associated with the sign Taurus and the planet, the moon. And with Taurus and Scorpio, uh, with the nodes of fate, the North Node and the South Node, moving into Taurus and Scorpio this year, selenite is a very important crystal to work with. So if you have a selenite wand at home, or um, you have like a metaphysical shop nearby where you could get a little selenite wand, I'd really suggest keeping that close to you this year and tuning into that crystal each time that you're feeling overwhelm, anxiety, envy, any emotions that you really want to kind of cleanse and, and shift into something else. Um, selenite. I'll just go ahead and read the description here. With its moonlight glow, selenite illuminates your spiritual truth and greater purpose. It aligns your chakras and raises your awareness to higher dimensions, opening communication to your spiritual team. It brings clarity to the mind and slices through any negativity or confusion, cleansing your energy field and protecting your aura. Selenite brings awareness to your subconscious patterns, highlighting what is ready to be healed. It activates the crown chakra and provides a doorway to personal transformation. Cleanse your way to clarity. So that feels really great. A lot of cleansing. I still come back to salt. Please take a salt bath if you can. If you don't have a bathtub, but you have like a little, um, like a little, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, a big bowl. Is a different word for it but if you have a big bowl that you could stick your tootsies into and just soak your feet for like 20 minutes with some salt and some nice warm water that could be a really nice way to relieve yourself of some of the pent-up energy that we're still kind of exhaling from the last stretch of 2021. Okay. And two affirmations for what we are manifesting are, I am bright and I am affectionate, which is really sweet. This feels like a nice reflection during um, Venus retrograde as well. Maybe thinking back on all of the ways that you show up brightly in relationship, all the ways that you express affection. If you've been feeling like a little serious, like I'm feeling kind of kind of serious today. I'm not feeling as silly as I often do when I'm doing these readings. Um, maybe just kind of reminding yourself, giving yourself a little hug and reminding yourself of um, of all the ways that you express and receive affection. And ideally giving yourself a little bit of that today and giving a little bit of that to someone that you love. All right, on to the final stretch here. We're gonna look at general oracle messages that are coming up for us for this new year and um, especially again for this particular lunar cycle. So, The first one is endless possibilities, which is the number 38 in this deck, which adds up to 11, which is really this master number of possibility and expansion and divine connection. And this speaks to me as this exercise envisioning what we want our lives to look like. Putting it down on paper going through the process of outlining what an incredible life looks like to you where are you what kind of people are you connected to how do you feel in your body what is the pervading sense in your body when you think about having a beautiful and full life is it a sense of peace a sense of excitement a sense of curiosity and exploration, maybe it's quiet, maybe it's lots of space. I'd really encourage you to sit with whatever that feeling is and allow yourself to visualize a space. It doesn't have to be a real space. It can be a totally imaginary space that feels like a safe harbor to you. Uh, I do this with my therapist a lot, doing this sort of safe space visualization. So if you wanna pull some ideas from mine, um, if this resonates with you, my space is this really quiet, spacious, sort of like wooden cabin that's suspended above a really beautiful and sort of mystical magical stream. It's actually like a, yeah, it's like a little river and it feels like it's it's always evening there. It's always dusk. And this little cabin that's suspended above the water is full of plants. There are all these pothos that are dangling from the ceilings. There's ivy. There's leaves and vines all around this space, there are these really beautiful watercolors on the walls inside. Everything is wood. There's this clawfoot bathtub, porcelain bathtub that sits in the corner. And there are rose petals and herbs and essential oils around the bathtub and I've sprinkled this really special little concoction of magical things into the water to help me sort of relax and feel at peace. And there's a black cat that is my buddy that moves about this cabin. It comes and sits with me, that listens to me as I read. There are candles throughout the cabin. I can hear the water running really slowly below the cabin. And there's even this little hatch at the bottom where I can extend the ladder down and climb straight into the water if I want to cool off a little bit. And when I do that, I can actually connect with these creatures in this forest and this space. I don't know if, if you are familiar with where the wild things are, but For some reason, I evoke this sense that there are these magical creatures like from where the wild things are that are in the forest and they're all gentle and they all know me. And occasionally they'll come through, but they never invade, they never come in. They just kind of want to be in my space. And this is such a healing place that feels so real to me after spending quite a bit of time going there and visualizing it and really feeling myself in the water and feeling myself within these four walls. And connecting to that space for you or concocting a space for yourself that feels as peaceful, as nourishing, as safe to you, is the perfect place for you to then vision from. Because when you can get into this state of relaxation that feels so connected to what appeals to you, what you love, the sensations, the smells, the sounds, the textures that are surrounding you, it's so much more accessible to then move into a space of setting intentions or imagining, dreaming up the possibilities of what could be when you're in tune with those feelings and with those textures, those visuals, those sounds, all of the feelings that make you feel nourished it's the most beautiful space to then manifest from. So, if you have time, definitely recommend going through some type of ritual for like that for yourself. Just spending some time, you know, lighting a candle and sitting down and trying to connect with that space. The other oracle card that is coming through for us, which has been a real signature over the past few days. Um, for myself and for others that I've read for, is the power of purpose. And this is so Capricorn. Um, number 18 adds up to nine. This is going on really kind of a spiritual journey this year. It's allowing yourself to connect more deeply than you ever have to your sense of unique purpose. Uh, to allow yourself to individuate through healing, to allow yourself to be nourished and supported by the structures that you've created in your life that are there to support you, there to catch you, and to recognize all of the resources at your disposal, all of the skills that you've built over time, all the knowledge that you've acquired, and how those are these beautiful tools in your little tool belt that are assisting you on this path as you walk toward deeper meaning, deeper selfhood, a deeper sense of alignment. So a lot of purpose coming through for people this year, a lot of deepening, a lot of understanding about what it is folks are are here to do in this life beyond you know experiencing pleasure and connection and love and all the all these things that are just as potent and just as real and if that is your purpose if your purpose on this earth is to be a being who experiences deep love, compassion and joy that is like the most beautiful thing that i can imagine. So, this doesn't have to be some grand purpose, like you're going to heal the world or you're going to, you know, become (laughs) the leader of like the revolution. It doesn't have to be anything fancy or um, over the top. It's just aligning with, again, that sense of authenticity that comes when we allow ourselves to really sit within our peace sit within our personal power, and then create from that place. So, a couple more affirmations to close out here. We have, I am wise and I am persistent. And that's really aligned as we look at this Capricorn energy that is a really wise soul you know Capricorn uh, being the uh, the uh, I was about to say the ninth being the tenth sign of the zodiac uh, sitting at the top of of the chart if we're looking at traditional houses it's a deeply wise energy it's moving from Sagittarius energy which is about so much growth and expansion and um, really Jupiterian energy, acquiring knowledge, going on adventure, exploring, exploring spirituality, exploring higher concepts. And then we move into Capricorn, which is so much about taking all of those learnings and applying them and forging a path forward. It's this, again, wise and persistent energy And as you tune into your unique purpose and imagine all of these endless possibilities that lie ahead for you, I would definitely recommend continuing to come back to these affirmations. I am wise and I am persistent. Okay. That's all I've got for you humans. Uh, I didn't wanna pull tarot cards today. I'm recharging my deck on my altar today. Uh, if you have a tarot deck, actually, that's a really great thing to do occasionally, is to put your cards back in order. I like to do the fire suit, uh, just following the zodiac, I like to do the fire suit, the earth suit, the air suit, and then the uh, the water suit. So whatever that is in, in your tarot deck, um, followed by putting the major arcana in order two and placing them on your altar or your windowsill, especially during a new moon. It's a really nice time to recharge your deck and help it get back into alignment itself. Um, You can put a crystal on top, you can again like place it on the sill or uh, do a a little ritual to kind of help it let go of the energy and move ahead and that would be a great thing to do as we move into this new year. that's all I've got for you. Thank you so much for listening today. I will be back in a couple weeks with our next episode, but in the meantime, I would really encourage you to rest as much as you need, to put some boundaries around the amount of content that you're consuming right now, and to connect with yourself in a loving way. If you want support in any of those practices, if you'd like support as you move into this sixth year, into this new new energetic space, I'm offering Lunar Aligner readings to help tap into your personal energy and share similar messages, uh, similar structure rather, to what we do on this show, just specifically for you. Uh, I'm also offering eclipse readings to give you a heads up on what kind of energy the eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio are going to be probably bringing up for you over the next 18 months. And I've got some other stuff too solar return readings for astroheads, especially around your birthday. It's an awesome thing to do. And um, of course, I always offer Akashic Records readings to folks who want to do some deep soul searching. And I have a few different options for those, including just quick 15 minute readings that um, are really cost effective and can give you flash insight if you're looking for support on a couple key questions. So if you are interested in working together, you can visit my website, umbrareadings.com and book a live reading or purchase an on-demand recorded reading there. And uh, if you're not already following me on Instagram or signed up for my email newsletter, um, please do. Those are kind of the two channels where I share the most communication. Um, I share offers, I share upcoming events, um, opportunities for folks to, to work together in a way that's really accessible and, um, that's all. Wishing you a really beautiful new year, a really beautiful new moon in Capricorn. I hope you all are taking care of yourselves out there. Sending you a lot of love. Bye!